This week on True Me brings you Kevin and Diana. They don't have an agenda. They just want to talk about your biggest, baddest secret. Hello, hello, hello. It's Kevin and Diana on True Me. Welcome to Ice Kacang. And if you've been paying attention to this podcast, you know that sometimes we joke a lot, but at the end of it, we always try to put a little bit of heart in everything we talk about. Yes, and we do. I think Diana and I have been friends for so long because we're. We, we care about a lot of things and we jumped at this opportunity to perhaps share our views to whoever's tuning in and if it helps you even just a little bit we would be so happy because when we grow up when we were growing up we did not have anything like Ice Kacang we did not have anything like Shumi to say hey you know what being gay someone else is just like that mm. in another city and it's gonna get better because look at them they're having fun and today Diana we are getting to one of the Biggest, biggest subject matters in terms of sexuality. We're talking about coming out of the closet. And today we do have a very special guest with us. We have David. Hey, David. How hey, you doing? Hey, I'm good. Thank Thanks. you for joining us again. You're very welcome. So we're just going to ask you a couple of questions because, um, you know, personally, as a person who is, I'm straight and I've never, ever experienced anything like this in my entire life. And I've only heard from close friends or even from films, TV shows that coming out is such a massive deal. And I want to know, are you out of the closet? Yes, I am out of the closet to okay. my friends, family, and everyone. Kevin, you're out of the closet as well, right? I'm out of the closet to my parents and my siblings, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm out of the closet to my cousins as well. I don't think uh, if their parents know about it. Right, right. So how did it happen? Like, did you guys have a sit down? Like, did, was it like a musical? Like what Titus Andromeda would do? <laughs> <laughs> David, why don't you go first? Give us your Pinot Noir moments. Sure. Uh, so. I first found out I was gay when I was watching straight porn and I realized I was more fixated with the men than the woman. How old were you at the time? I was about 11, 12 and I experimented with... Oh my god, we had such similar situations. I was 10. You experimented with someone? My cousin. Oh no! That was my first. Was it a Sandy Handy or was it something else? It it was a Sandy Handy with the hurricane after. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, is your cousin now a no, straight he's man? Yeah, he's straight. He is, okay. He so, ah, okay. so you experimented with him, and then, and then after, um, I used to like this guy uh, in school who was quite popular. I think among the the ladies, n- among the ladies, yes. Um, and we, I would just stay over at his place every night because we used to play Dota together. How old I was, were you? I was about thirteen. This was form one, form uh-huh. two. Yeah. Um, and there was one night where I basically couldn't contain myself and just slit my hand under his oh, sheets. Oh, boy. Yeah. And how did that go afterwards? And he was having a stiffy at that point. So oh. I was like, oh, okay. Stiffy equals consent. So I decided to go all out yeah. and right. gave him a blowjob as he was sleeping. Okay. Now, in hindsight, I would like to add this. Okay. Now that you're no longer third, I can say this to your face. <laughs> Having an erection does not mean consent. Just FYI, just going to put that out there. Even when someone is drunk, no means yeah. no. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Means just because they're that. sexually aroused does Roger not mean they that. want you to touch them. Roger that. So, just to make sure that nobody goes to jail after okay. this. Of course. Yeah. Oh, go on. So, uh, go, uh, yeah, so you were saying that this had happened, um, but did you continuously, I mean, like, eventually after a while, you know for a fact that comfortably that you identify yourself as being gay yes and so i i told my mom very casually okay in fact i was about 13 years old and i and my parents were divorced i was undergoing a pretty serious divorce at that time so i think i was also going through a lot of 
kind of piecing together what was happening in my family. Um, my, I, I really hated my mom at that age right. because I, I blamed her for um, causing the divorce. I mean, now I know better that it was, it was it's, it's a whole complex situation. It's mm. never one person that yep. ties into a divorce that way. Um, and so I told my mom out of spite. I said, look, mom, I'm gay and it's because of you. Oh, wow. Ooh. Um, and my mom was pretty... I think she was pretty nonchalant about it. She was pretty calm about it. She didn't really say much. I could see that she was a little confused trying to piece this together. And she said to me, actually, I know, since you wore heels at the age of 10, I knew you were <laughs> special. <Wow. laughs> did you have trouble growing up? I, I did have trouble growing up, but not so much because of my mother. Mm-hmm. I think it was that straight friend who was very popular among the girls in school mm-hmm. that caused me to... Um, to attempt suicide twice. Right. What happened? Um, I think he told his friends and it was like a popular group of friends that, you know, everyone knew, everyone wanted to be, everyone aspired to be, I myself aspired to be like Mm. that group. Mm -hmm. And when he told everyone, um, his mother, who was uh, a staunch Christian, decided to call my mother to tell my mother that I'm gay. And my mother says, I know, and it's none of your business. Yeah, and, mama. And 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 I I think I've been quite lucky, I must say, to and my youngest brother now also just came out to my mother at the mm. age of thirteen. Mm. Um, and I think I'm quite lucky to have a mother who's quite uh, accepting of my sexuality. She's very willing to meet my uh, boyfriends. Uh, but I think it, the difficulty in my coming out experience wasn't so much to my family, but more with my friends and I think after that incident where he told everyone and everyone just kind of looked at me a certain way um, I left church as a result because I I think I went to a church where being gay wasn't very accepted Right. and um, I think I went through a lot in trying to come into terms with myself Um, like being able to piece together what it means to be gay I'm pretty sure I wasn't comfortable at that time to also to know what it means to be gay mm-hmm. so between the ages i'd say of 13 to 17 was a pretty like trying time for me i went through a lot of discussions with my friends um, yeah well unfortunately because we're gonna have to wrap up for now um mm-hmm. we're gonna take a short break but before we, we go yeah. off um i would like to know if you were because it, it doesn't, I mean, to me, it, coming out of the closet, whether you are gay or a lesbian or, you know, whatever gender Confused. you are, I mean, do you have any advice for the youngsters out there? Because I'm sure there are so many questions. How about, how about just um, something you would say to yourself? Yeah. If, yeah. if you're, let's say if you're 13 years old all over again, or 12, and now you're 20 something, you've traveled the world, you are closer to your mom, you've got better relationships with people around you. What would you say to a very confused 12-year-old David? I would say coming out actually isn't the end goal. Um, In fact, now that I, the more I think about it, I think it is more powerful to come home than to come out. And I say that especially also sensitive about the context, right? About Malaysia and about what it means to be in Asia. And I think there is power, and I see this in a lot of my friends, when they find someone they really love and they bring that person that they really love back home. And to say, look, mom, I'm home with someone else. And this someone else then becomes part of the family in a very, very slow process in a way that I think the family will suddenly just say, 
I like this person. I think it's nice to see you with this person. So it becomes then less of a individual act and more of one where you are with the family. Thank you so much, David, for sharing with us your stories. Now, obviously, coming out of the closet is a very personal experience, and everybody will have a different point of view or a different way of handling it uh, when it comes to talking to their parents or perhaps coming out to their friends. Uh, so we're running out of time because we need to go for a short break. When we come back later, we're going to talk about it with a very good friend Nizar and see how his experience was when he came out of his closet. This is Trumi with Kevin and Diana. Welcome back to True Me. It's Kevin and Diana, and now we are speaking to Nizar, who's back again. Thank Hi. you so much for coming back and chit chatting with us. Nizar, you're out of the closet as well. Yes, I am. We established we've established that a couple of weeks ago. How old were you when you came out to? Um, was, was, did you come out to your friends or your family members? Oh well, first? I came out to my sister first, and then I came out to my friends, mm-hmm. and then my parents are. Some sort of an accident. It happened. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. So, Tell us about it. Well, so basically, I was on a date with a guy, and then decided to go skinny dipping at a pool, <laughs> your own pool, in your yeah, house. my my house, yeah, my our condo, and then my dad decided to go down to have a smoke for some stress reason or I don't know. Oh boy. You know, and then so he went down and basically saw his son naked and making out with another guy oh, in the pool. Oh, no. <laughs> Lordy, lordy, lordy. Yeah, but the the good thing was that he didn't interrupt us and like so they, he didn't go up to me and like screaming or anything. Yeah. Not at all. He saw it. He laughed. He went back. Um, he went back home and then he waited for me to uh, arrive to finish. Arrive back home. Fully oh, wet. Home, not arrive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fully wet. And then he called my mom into the room, and then he told my mom about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom came out like she just saw a ghost, and she called me into my room and like asked me, "So, are you gay?" Right. But they wouldn't even let you shower before that. They would just like no, sit I down and tell yeah. you. Yes, exactly. And how did that process go? Well, um, at the time, because of I was about 18, 19, so I was pretty young and I was quite scared of coming out because my family comes from a religious background and all that. Where is your yeah. family from? Uh, my family, I mean, they're from KL, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, my dad is born and raised in KL. My mom as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was born in Kelantan, mm-hmm. mm. you know. So you know, have, being like Kelantanese, brought up with a religious family and mm-hmm. all that. Yep. So you know, it's not something that they've envisioned for their son. Sure, sure. Well, you know, so it's hard for them in the beginning. Were there a lot of tears during this oh, process? A lot. Uh, I cried a lot. I basically tell her like, if you don't want to know the answer, don't. Ask the question, mm. you know, because I really don't want to tell them. But the thing was, my dad saw it already, and yeah. my mom was like, "Stop, um, you know, getting out of the bush. You know, just tell us the truth. It's a yes or isn't a no." Right. So right. I told her like, "Yes," and now get out from my room. And and, and what happened you, yeah. afterwards? Like, I mean, so, I'm, I mean, surely it's, it doesn't just end there. Get out of my room, and then exactly. you know, like, what's for breakfast? <laughs> you know, Allowance, so, please. So we had a, like a family intervention. So between my mom and my dad. So and then basically talking about religion. Talking about family values mm. and all those kind of things. So I told them that, like, for me, the thing is, like, they wanted for me to have a family. They wanted to have grandchildren and mm. all that. And I told them it's possible for me to give them all that, but it's not the way how they envisioned it 
to right. be. It's funny enough. That's what I uh, read about last night. A lot of times, parents have an issue dealing with their kids coming out of the closet. Is because parents, when they're pregnant with you, they have an idea of what you are going to grow up to be. When they see you crawling, when they see you going to school, they have an idea. Okay, he's going to grow up to be like this, like this, like this. And then you have this one genetic difference inside of you, exactly. and, and you end up liking men or, or women and. And exactly. what they envision is gone, so it takes time for them to adjust. Did your parents adjust to it well after well, that? Well, I mean, they're still like tr- getting used to it now, you know. Like, you know, but I'm out. And you this know? is like, years I bring ago. Bring my boyfriends back home, mm. you know. Introduce it to them. Mm-hmm. You know, bring my gay friends home, you know. I hashtag gays into all my pictures in Grinder. <laughs> uh, I mean, on Instagram. He's on Grinder too. I'm a very like a hashtag queen, you know. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, so it's out there. So. Everybody knows about it. So yeah. my, but for me, I respected that my parents needed time, mm-hmm. and I think that one thing that sometimes we always forget that we want people to acknowledge us being gay, yeah. coming out to them. But we also have to remember about our parents as well that they needed time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not like they can't accept you, but sometimes they needed more time because of, since from the beginning, before you were born, they were already envision a future mm-hmm. for the children, yeah. and that's not in it. You know, and suddenly, just one second, like their vision is destroyed, basically. Yeah. Yep. So they needed time to recover, to adjust. Did you have a hard time growing up? Um, for me, um, in a way, you know, because yeah. of, I was a I was a really soft guy, you know. So people calling me names, you know, like Sotong, Pundan, all those kind of things. Sotong, yeah, <laughs> you know, because I was really sissy. I don't even know how my parents couldn't even tell that I was gay because <laughs> of like I was in heels, I was wearing dresses, like makeup and all that. Oh, you know, like, Mom's like, help me into these shoes, and you're like, now sissy, that walk. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, and and how did you deal with the bully? Uh, for me, like, I just like some of sometimes I fight. I do fight back. Yeah. You know, like when somebody says something nasty, I'll say something nasty back. Mm. But it was it was really hard. Mm-hmm. And then and then I just came to a point in my life that I just don't care about what people say about me anymore. Yeah. So as long as I'm happy for myself. Yeah. And I'm okay with it Well unfortunately We have to wrap up the show But um, I do As usual We would all love to know What is the best advice That you could give to Any youngster Who wants Or is thinking about Coming out of the closet Especially if they're from A traditionally mm, religious family yeah. Exactly Because of, I think What you have to do Is you have to assess first Whether mm. uh, uh, Your family Would be able to take it or not Because mm. sometimes You have to think about them as well Yes And yes. not be selfish Just like it's about me mm. It's about me you know, mm. I'm gay And yeah. you have to deal with it No, It's going to affect your that. parents exactly. yeah. That's the dangerous thing About coming out in Malaysia Exactly So you have to assess Because sometimes You know Like I have a lot of friends Who have Come from religious backgrounds mm. Their parents are very religious mm. But then they can accept Their son They do, maybe not going to accept The whole gay aspect of it But because of You are still their son mm. You know So they will At least take that Into consideration What mm. about friendships Like in, Did you have Really really close friends For support Yes um, I think like Having a social support Is really important Because sometimes If you can't You know that you can't Get it from your family You have to create A family of your own Like I always say The friends that I surround myself Are basically the family That I've chosen mm. For myself mm-hmm. And that is a very important In life I think and to have that support and whatever decisions that you're going to make in your life. Mm. All right. You know, one thing that 
uh, I, I didn't say in the beginning of the show is that coming out is a very personal thing. You don't come out for your friends. You don't come out for your parents. You come out for yourself. Exactly. Right. And so. Nisa brought a very good point because coming out also, even though you're doing it for yourself and nobody else, it's not like someone can push you into doing it. Mm. For example, let's say if I was in the closet to everybody and Diana is my best friend and she says, "Kevin, you gotta come out, come out, come out, so we can go out and do things." Mm-hmm. Take your time. Nobody should be able to tell you when to exactly. do it. Exactly. And when you do it, you still have to think about how it's going to affect the dynamics between your social circles and your family circles. Exactly, because it's definitely going to change things. Mm-hmm. Definitely, but it's a step that I think it's important for you to take at one point. But you have to determine when is the co- the correct time to do it, mm-hmm. because there's always a time and a place to do it. Yeah, with your friends, with your family, and sometimes if you lose some friends for it. Then for me, good riddance. Mm. Yeah, you know. But family is something that you can't really say that. Mm. Yeah, you know. So you always have to determine like when who? is the right, the best time and place to tell them. Yeah, mm. and don't don't worry about the people who give you a, a lot of hard time. You know, because mm. you don't you ain't got time for people who hate you. You're too busy for people who love you. Yeah. exactly. Just Keep be that in fabulous. Mind. All yeah. right. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us, Niza. It's uh, I mean, like I hope that our listeners really yeah. find it helpful and of course we would love them to get in touch with you if they needed any form of, of advice of course you can get in touch with uh, Mr. Kevin Chong or Hey Diana we'll post photos of Nizar and you can get their contacts from our Instagram uh, you can talk to us as well talk to people if you're confused if you're going through a hard time you feel like you want to take away your own life you think things don't matter anymore talk to someone whether it's your best friend or a stranger or a befriender or on a website or even send us a send us a message on social media we will talk to you we will help you out we'll be there for you because if we don't support each other what do we have the show for exactly that's what Trumi is about after all so we'll catch you again next week and then we'll be talking about other things with other people but if you want to stay in touch with us make sure you hit us up on our social media platforms and of course keep it locked on to icekacang.com.my